listening to Garbage Hill, Winnipeg's first podcast network, GarbageHillNetwork.com. This is Kevin DeJarlis from the band Honolulu on Witch Police Radio.
Okay, well, welcome to another episode of Witch Police Radio. Uh, welcome to another opportunity for me to fuck up this introduction. Uh, I'm your co-host, Ryan. I'm With me, as always, is uh, Sam. Regular host, Sam, yep. Yeah, regular regular host. Yeah. Like, the red. Bow, bow the movement, red. regular. Right, right. Uh, and with us today, we got Kevin DeJarlis from uh, local electro-indie sure. outfit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Honolulu. So, that was yeah. You, you pulled that off. That was, okay. uh, well, this that was time, wonderful. Yeah. I didn't drop the cake. Right, but I'm less sweaty as hell already. Yeah, yeah. Just so, from doing the intro, like, yeah, nerves. I'm nervous. <laughs> yeah, so that's a good start. So, um, why don't you tell us a bit about uh, about the project? Uh, I guess it started. I don't even know now. Three years ago, roughly, and um, it started with a friend of uh, mine named Adam, and we released an EP, toured, you know, released the album on college radio, and uh, really didn't do much more than that with it, and. Uh, he decided he wanted to uh, pursue other things and that happened right before uh, we were going to go in the studio to record the full length album which was just an awkward time to leave right because either you uh, hire somebody and teach them all old material yeah or you just bite the bullet i haven't played a show in a year but i've just finished recently tracking uh, 14 songs, going to start mixing and mastering, and it was good. Overall, it was a good thing. Actually, halfway through, we were done tracking half the album, and the hard drive blew up, so we lost it all. Well, uh, it turned out to be the best thing that ever happened to us, because uh, uh, we got my buddy Anders Ericsson. He's a drummer for Attica Riots, okay. who's a, just a dream to work with. He's uh, just a pro, uh, nice guy, very creative, and uh, is an amazing drummer. Um, and he got to listen to the songs. Uh, we, it was basically pre-production for us, and something I hadn't really. It just takes a lot of extra time yeah, to do yeah, that, for right? Sure. And you, mm-hmm. I don't have the patience for that, but it forced me to do that, so that was that was good. Um, and then the engineer, the sound engineer, and the producer that uh, I got to help me record, uh, laid some guitar tracks and ended up being the new member of the band. So oh, cool! Everything okay. really kind of yeah, serendipity, right? It, it, was, it, yeah. it was yeah. And so now we're in the process of um, gonna. Learn the songs live now. Okay, okay. <laughs> so we have to play a live, a lick of it live. But he's a, see, like uh, Brad Donny or uh, yeah, Brad Donahue. He's um, played in bands in the city. He's uh, so I don't think it'll take us too long to get a live show. But uh, yeah, that's kind of where we're at right now. So what's the uh, what's the instrumentation right now? Like who's? Who well, I'll uh, this live drums, so live kit and uh, live guitar, and uh, the drummer will cue different samples, whether that's okay. a bass or some whatever sound that needs to be done. I'll play. Um, in in the old version of the band, I was playing some keys and singing live, but we'll we'll see now. I'll toy with the idea of maybe just just I'll just sing live and have like a a voice processor and oh, cool. I can kind of like do some stuff live. There's this band in Blue Hawaii, okay. Like they're uh, uh, they opened for Purity Ring about a couple years ago, uh, and she had something like that. It was a girl girl singer. She sings in a band called Braids too. But I was just really impressed by that because you know it was all kind of cut up and done live and. Um, it's like an instrument, ish. Yeah, totally. Well, totally. well, you can make it like an instrument if you want to, right? Like, yeah, she, yeah, she did. Yeah. Cool. And then I guess going back to what Ryan was saying at the very beginning about about describing the the genre. I mean, I know it's a hard question for anybody. Yeah. Is, that, is that how is that what you call it? I mean, was he accurate or well, is it that hard? It's it's you, you know. know it's dance. It's like well, it's like definitely have like uh, some roots in new wave. Yeah. I love I love eighties new wave. Uh, I love um, I've just British music in general just like going back from like the 60s and 50s all the way up yeah, just yeah. till today like I just love British bands I always find they do do the right thing all the time 
Um, so there's lots of that influence, um, lots of uh, yeah, Britpop influence, lots of new wave, okay. EDM dance kind of stuff. Uh, but I, I you know, wanted it to feel live as well. Right. I just find, like, like DJs are great, uh, but there's just uh, something lacking in terms of a show being put on. I find it's not quite yeah. as exciting. Because you're just sitting there behind a the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've all seen that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I do like the live element. There seems to be something on the line. You're, you know, you can you, you can know, mess up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. This requires a performance. Yeah. Um, yeah so kind of kind of blend those okay. two a bit. Well, it's good the British thing because uh, when Ryan told me that, that you were going to be the guest for this week, I went through whatever I could find online and listened to as much as I could because I heard the, I heard the name, but I hadn't actually heard your stuff before. And mm. I was thinking, oh, this sounds very eighties in English. Yeah, <laughs> that's well, kind yeah. of a, so that's good. I was okay. on the right track there. Right. Sure, so. I almost got an intro in, except I fucked it up. With the entire uh, misgenring. Yeah, I think you got it pretty good. No, no. <laughs> Fuck this. <laughs> do you want to uh, rewind it? We're going to keep race? that. We're keeping that. That's <laughs> good. Do now. you want to try it again right no, now? Like no, 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 because it'll just be worse. <laughs> uh, I, I, wanted to, I wanted to make a comment about that, uh, because I, obviously I've seen you guys live uh, several times, and the live aspect, I think, really does add a lot to uh, the crowd the crowd energy when you go to see you guys live. I mean, uh, a D, you're right, a, a DJs do do things, but watching you guys up there with uh, with your somewhat cocky of struts and yeah. uh, and, and <laughs> transferring talking. that energy to, to us out there dancing is, is a huge part of, yeah. uh, of watching you guys play, so. It's yeah. I think it's more fun on both sides, I don't know. Like, yeah, for yeah. sure, yeah. If I was gonna be out on stage for an hour, I'd, I'd rather, you know, perform and, and do those things live. Um, I, but you know that's maybe me not understanding DJing. I'm probably gonna get you know I'm gonna cut my throat in the street at some point. Well, it is um, Winnipeg. You got to have fifty every day. <laughs> someone's gonna do that. And anyway, everyone right? is a DJ. Every yeah. everybody's, everybody's a DJ. A DJ right? yeah. 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 So they wouldn't even because of that. Just they'll just pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey you. Yeah. 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 No, but that that is true because I mean I've um like as people who listen to the show are well aware because I force on them every week I listen to lots of reggae like heavy heavy amounts of reggae and a lot of the time there'll be uh, people coming into town you know for whatever reason it'll be some you know, old Jamaican guy who had a hit in 1986 who happens mm-hmm. to be coming through town and I'm all pumped about it and then for whatever reason I can't go he's usually the case mm-hmm. and then I see photos of it afterwards and right. he's just there and it's just him singing and there's someone hitting play on the CD player what? And, it, and I'm like I'm glad I didn't spend 40 bucks on that I mean it's someone whose music I really liked and yeah. it just every time it's like wow that looks and every time that's what happens it's just kind of like wow that's a huge bummer he's so, got no band left like, well I guess deal? I guess it's just cheaper right the guy that has like had last hit was 30 years ago yeah, cheaper to fly one band. person out yeah. you know, and then uh, yeah, yeah. I, well I saw Shug Miner play at Shannon's but you're going to have okay. That's, that's yeah. different. That's different because I was on the uh, organizing committee. I don't want to talk too much about reggae because I'm sure I will later anyway. But uh, <laughs> oh right, that was, that was I was on the organizing committee for the Winnipeg Scon Reggae Festival in the five years it existed. It, it kind of uh, it was like mid early to mid 2000s, and we would bring in guys like that, like Sugar Minot and Willie Williams. Uh, Mikey Dread came in, and every year we would just put together a backing band of local guys to back them up. Mm-hmm. So that worked a bit differently because it was like, you know, it, we didn't have any money, much money, sponsorship and stuff, so yeah, you just pay to bring one guy in, and then you get a band to learn it. But a lot of these guys who are coming in on their own, or other promoters are bringing in or whatever, they That makes just, the most sense, because there's certain genres that can lend itself to that. Reggae is not one of them. Like, it no. should be a live... It should be a... Yeah, 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 yeah exactly, <laughs> like, exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. 
And even when guys like, like Luciano, who, uh, you know, I had him on the podcast when he was in town last year, same thing. He came in and uh, I didn't have any involvement in the show itself, but yeah. he got a band of local guys to back him up and he's used them a few times when he's come through. It makes total sense. Yeah. So, so yeah, the live element is, is huge. Like, it's, I yeah. mean, it's for nice certain, to see. For certain styles, like, yeah. like, it was a few years ago, like, I think, um, I don't know why this is the example I have, but Azalea Banks had that 212 and she okay. was just massive hit. And I saw some live YouTube video of her. It was it was just her, yeah, her yeah. on stage and just the backing tracks. It's and, boring, right? And then the and the thing that really feels cheap to me in those scenarios is when they have backup vocals coming through. Yeah, the yeah. backing and it's track. themselves backing. Yeah, themselves you're just up. like yeah. you're just like eh, no, yeah. I wouldn't have done that. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's like karaoke, right? It's yeah. like you're paying a lot of money to see somebody do karaoke, and even a local level, you're paying a little bit less money, but it's still karaoke. I don't know. So, yeah. 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 So screw them. Yeah, live, 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 live music is way better for sure, for sure. So I guess uh, where are you coming from um, musically with this stuff? Like, I mean, how how uh, did you play in bands before this? That I did. Yeah, I uh, my brother and I played in a, a rock band called Alverstone. Okay. For about yeah, six, I remember that band. Yeah. Yeah, six or seven years. I don't even know how long it was, and then that ended. And I took a hiatus for two years. I didn't play any music, uh, which was shitty. Yeah, it was I, I I don't know why I did that for so long, and then I just got up on stage to play uh, some cover songs with a cover band and I was like, oh, I, I forgot I really like to do this. <laughs> it's fun, yeah. <laughs> like, I enjoy it. Yeah. Um, but I didn't, uh, like, I'm not really accomplished musician. I can't play guitar very well. I can play the kit okay. I can play the hand drum reasonably well. Okay. Um, but it, that's a bit lacking when you want to write songs, right? For sure, yeah. So yeah. that's why I got into music software. And, you okay. know, that was a long... I probably could have learned an instrument for the amount of hours you put into these. Well, songs. you did. Yeah, I guess yeah. you know it is. Yeah. 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 I would go ahead. So I for all my bitching yeah. about the DJs, just <laughs> yeah. a few minutes ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but so yeah, so that's where the, like, the electronic element comes okay. in. The fact okay. that um, it, it was so appealing at the beginning was that I could write an entire song on my own. Yeah, and, it was, and record and, it and everything and you have all the parts, yeah. Right, yeah, sure. and yeah, you go back to something. Like, some of these files I have on my computer are sold. When you go back and just to, to, to hear the progress you've made yeah. is uh, I used to, maybe not something you can really do. Like when you're strumming on a guitar and you're writing songs, you, you're never recording every, but you know. No, you might hit record on a little portable recorder yeah. and hit acoustic thing where you're. But, but the nature of those uh, those operating systems or those uh, recording systems is that you can again. I have files that are six years old on that. Thing. So what kind of <laughs> what kind of software we're using for? Uh, uh, I use Reason. Okay. Um, but I heard Ableton now. I I should know more by this point, but I, but I think Ableton is like apparently the one that's most people use live. It's you know it has to deal with. Um, you kind of drop in samples a lot easier, and it's a little more okay. interactive. Like which, a, as you go without lagging and stuff. And yeah. yeah, and you kind of yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, uh, for people who haven't heard the show before, the way this works is we have a random theme word each week. Uh, we press a button on the computer, gives us a word, and this week uh, the word is comet. Comet. Which is kind of cool. Like, yeah. I, I like that one. Yeah. I realized after listening back to some of these episodes that every week I'm like, oh yeah, that's a good word. I mean, there's never been a week where I've said, I don't think well, this is a bad word. But com- I, like, I do I, like comet. I, I well. call them sick for the bad words. Do you? Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> it's always just me hosting by myself. With it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, so comment. So, you know, uh, we all pick songs related to the theme. And hopefully that kind of generates conversation. If it doesn't, we're still listening to cool songs anyway. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Did you, as the guest, do you have a comment song you want to? Uh... Well, comment song was very. I thought I just kind of prodded it to space. Like, yeah, there's no I'm there's no wrong answer as long as you have a little connection. leeway yeah. here. We're still waiting for that. Um, yeah. It'll come so, up one day. So Planet Earth by uh, by Duran Duran. Awesome. Oh, there you go. Let's check it out.
Planet Earth? Planet, Planet Earth. Earth. Yeah. 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 Grand it's good. Fits the, I mean, there's no wrong answer to the theme, right? There yeah. No. So there uh, Comet, space, yeah. Earth. <laughs> and also fits in with your uh, our talk about your influences, I would say for sure. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 I mean, that was kind of some of the stuff I was picturing when, when listening to it a lot, for sure. So, mm-hmm. what is it about that that, that appeals to you? Like, what, why are you. You know, I don't know. I've never really put a lot of thought into why I like it, but that 80s music and that genre. I, um, like New Wave, like The Cure, Depeche Mode, New Order, like all that stuff. Just uh, I've been listening to it for better most of my life, actually. Right. Like most of my like well, ever ever since I've been like really serious into music, which is even after high school. I didn't listen to much music in high school at all. Uh, but I had some older friends who that was okay. Their, they were that was their sweet spot. Yeah. They were teenagers when that stuff was out. Right. They showed. I just fell in love with it. Yeah. Cause yeah, it seems like a weird one to kind of glom onto, you know. Like I mean, now because it's, it's <laughs> yeah. the, a lot of people seem to go like a few decades before that, yeah, and yeah. then uh, and then like the '90s, right? But the '80s, like, except in genres like punk and stuff, where people are really yeah. heavily into '80s stuff. But yeah, it seems like that is kind of glossed over by people who are you know between I don't know 30 and 40 maybe, and then yeah. just older than that, they're into it, and yeah, yeah but yeah, yeah it's a, it's a weird one. So. It's uh, it's funny you say that though. Now I have some friends who are younger than I am; they're in their early 20s, but the aesthetic. Their, their style and the types of music they're listening yeah. to and the types of music they're making is industrial 80s yeah, new yeah. wave very yeah. it's, and it's just like it's coming back apparently yeah. or someone's trying to make it come back I think anyway. yeah I've noticed that actually yeah for sure a yeah. lot of the stuff that the kids listen to is like oh this sounds like yeah yeah, yeah. which is weird but I mean I guess it just everything's cyclical right It'll just yeah. Come back, come yeah. Back, yeah yeah so is there I mean is there a scene for this in Winnipeg I mean what kind of crowd do you kind of usually appeal to you who's listening to it uh well it's always start with your friends right great like everybody else same with the show right yeah for sure um but um you know i guess uh, what other band well vikings is an electronic band uh i wouldn't call them new wave so much though but they're an electronic band but there's um i I saw some videos of uh some friends of mine this this guy's named siggy and uh my friend patrick I don't know their last names, uh, but no. But the reason I say that is mention them is because they they've started this. Uh, they're playing for Meme. I wish I knew okay. their band name. It's some German Ghost House or something. Okay. Uh, but that's it. Totally like eighties goth like kind yeah, yeah. of. Uh, and they're doing, and they'll be playing. Yeah, again, they'll be playing at Meme this. Uh, so in terms of a scene, I don't know. I guess that's us and them, and yeah. you know. Well, would someone like Ghost Twin kind of fit? A yeah, bit of course they would. Yeah. yeah, sorry, that that's that's right. only, that's the only one I can think of. That that's right. That's yeah, in the yeah, wheelhouse yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. We've had them on the show too, actually, like a couple of years ago. That was, was pretty cool. Pretty. They did a couple of live songs too. And it was, oh, like, nice. in the Basement. It was pretty cool. Very yeah. interesting. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's, it's it's always hard to. I mean, there's only a few types of music where you can just sort of immediately place them somewhere. Like, I mean, punk bands again. It's pretty obvious. It's like you play in a hardcore band. I know exactly what kind of people are going to your shows. I know where mm-hmm. you're playing. I get it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and in country, same thing. And maybe like uh, hip hop. And other than that, everything else is kind of just wide open. Especially in Winnipeg, where people are mm-hmm. doing so many different types of music, and everyone's in each other's bands. And someone who has a rock band also has a hip hop project and has like an electronic thing. Yeah. So yeah. It's it's hard to find like a where the home is for everything, if there even is. Well, when we were playing shows, like we did. Got, we got to do uh, Rainbow Trout. Oh, cool. Right? Because p- part of it, you know, it's maybe genre-specific, but it's also just dance music. Right. right? And that's pretty universal. Yeah. You can go and yeah, whatever you're into, right? You some can, yeah. four on the yeah. floor and people just get to jump around, right? Totally. So yeah. there's yeah. that aspect of it. Um, so we got to do Rainbow Trout if, like, a few years back. We did Shine On. Okay. Did uh, Jazz Fest. We actually were supposed to play The Cube, and they got rained out a couple years ago. Okay. That seems um, to happen a lot of The Cube, actually. Yeah. So there's, yeah. There's, some, yeah. there's some love for it in the city. There's yeah. Some yeah. organizers of the festivals appreciate the music, and um, 
and again, it's just fun, right? You don't have yeah. to like, you know, it's not some niche. You don't have to know like, yeah. Well, I mean, a ton about music to come and enjoy yourself. I right? guess like, I guess the electronic term kind of is it's so broad that yeah. you can have people who are playing electronic music that you definitely have to be a part of some niche to even understand what's going on. Yeah. But I mean, then you have the dance element of it that is going to get people to like it, whatever, regardless. So yeah, yeah. So that's cool. That's cool. So yeah, so it's good to good to know that that kind of stuff uh, that eighties influence is still. Still it's alive and well. Yeah, yeah. So, what other stuff? Uh, I mean, as far as your own listening, is that kind of your main area, or is there other stuff that you're? No, I grew up listening to everything other than that. Um, <laughs> well, my dad was uh, like a country fan, so okay. like you know, bands like Dwight Yoakam and Steve oh, yeah. Earle, like all their big hits from back then. I, I know more lyrics and songs than I care to admit from all that stuff. Um, but I actually do love it. I think that the songwriting yeah. is, is wonderful. Well, Steve Earle. Yeah, I've seen Steve Earle live a few times. It's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. 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 So, uh, hard to hard to go wrong there, yeah. um, and we were actually talking about this before we started taping here. Uh, my dad was a huge Tragic Kid fan, okay, massive, okay. massive. So every single album, every single song, you know, very familiar with all that stuff. Yeah, um, I didn't really get my own musical identity. It was my my musical identity was my dad's a lot growing. I up. think that a lot of people kind of that happens until they yeah branch off into their own yeah until you get a bit older. But fortunately, he did also still introduce me to you know the Clash, the yeah. Sex Pistols, the yeah, Ramones, yeah. Velvet Underground, David Bowie, like all the things you should listen to. If you're but you need songs. to listen to some point, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then you can start to get more obscure from there. But those are you know yeah these are important. You know, Rolling Stones, like all that stuff, I listen to. Cool. Until so, I found Britpop, and then I just lost myself in like right. Radiohead, Supergrass, Pulp. Um, how did, how did, is that just from like you know seeing someone on much music or something like that, or how, how did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That when there was because that was a thing for a while, right? There was like a big much music playing music was a thing. No, but yeah, that, 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 <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah. But much music playing, I mean, Supergrass. I haven't thought of them in like fifteen yeah. years, right, or twenty years. Yeah. But yeah, they definitely used to. I saw them on the Wedge for the first right, time. Right? Yeah, totally. That's totally, right. Yeah. Yeah. Man, so many things learned from the Wedge yeah. and Sophie yeah. and Lee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was actually a good band though, Supergrass. I uh, love them. From Still what I remember, band. anyway, it's been forever since I listened to them. Yeah, yeah. There's a, a funny story. I th- I, I'm not sure if it was the same agent or same label or the same uh, manager or whatever, but uh, they were linked. Radiohead and Supergrass were linked on some level. Okay. As they were both coming up, and it's just kind of uh, it was just interesting to see. Well, radio has become kind of a cultural thing. Now. Yeah, they've, like, won, just, they've won that. I guess one of the two bands. Well, like, yeah, 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 you'd yeah, say yeah, so, yeah, right? Yeah. It's it's tough to, you know. Um, but that's not to disparage the career Supergrass. No, no, of course they, no. Yeah, they're wonderful too. So. In terms of the international acclaim, the radio well, yeah. there's just not even a conversation yeah. there. The, all, the, interest, the only interesting other one than that, uh, I had this conversation about Tom York and um, Damon Albarn, and it's tough for to not pick Damon Albarn. Like he had uh, Blur, which is art, it's massive, huge, massive yeah. band, yeah. and then he does the Gorillas, Gorillas yeah. which is really he invented whatever the hell that sound yeah. is. Like, yeah, and that's pretty influential, I think, on stuff now. I think that, that yeah. kind of give it a few years after the original one came out, and then, yeah, people are, yeah, yeah for sure. So that's impressive. And he's had a lot other side projects, too. Didn't he, didn't he have, like, a whole bunch of other weird little yeah. ones? I think they both have had those. Yeah, he did. I think he, I think he did, yeah. The only one I know that side projects of those two is the Eraser by, right. uh, by Tom Young, Right. Which I didn't really get into. I was really just sad and lonely. lonely. Well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I didn't really like it. But lots of people loved it, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. No, that's cool. That stuff, yeah, that stuff was, it seemed like it had a moment where it was everywhere, even here, and I think it probably never stopped being huge in, in Britain, obviously, but mm-hmm. here it kind of had, like, like a lot of things, right? They have this brief kind of, like, everyone's obsessed with it, and then you go on to the next thing, but yeah, that's cool, yeah. yeah. So, so have, you, have you kind of followed those bands since? Like, you, I mean, not uh, all of them are still around, of course, but... Yeah, uh, well, I've, I followed, yeah, David Albarn's career right through with the Gorillaz, because that's 
Yeah. Just, that stuff's amazing. It's cool. Um, yeah. The Supergrass stuff, no, not the last few albums. They kind of are they still a thing? Like they, I, the, they, yeah, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, this is how much I know. About them <laughs> they might exist. I, I haven't. I haven't bought a new album for like you know four or five years. Okay. From now. Okay. I haven't heard anything new from them. Period, and who knows how long. Right. Um, oh, and Radiohead just released their new album. I don't know how. I haven't heard it yet. I, I heard the, the lead single, which which is good. It's, it's yeah. It's Radiohead. Yeah. Yeah. Did you listen yeah. to the album? No. No. No, I saw this in your genre. You only like that. I saw this in Radiohead a while a while ago. Um, you stopped. The majority of my, my friends are, are are still really big fans, but uh, right. at some point I just lost touch with all that kind of long you? drawn out kind of <laughs> you know, you know what? I, Radiohead I, sound. It's funny because I listened to them like back in back when the Benz came out. Yeah, right. I was yeah. huge. I loved yeah. that album. Well, I, I think we're all about the same age when that yeah. when the Benz I came I loved out. That, that record, was it. and because yeah. like Just was amazing, and I remember right. the video and the and anyway, I loved it. And then I just kind of moved on to other stuff, and it right. wasn't until very recently that I kind of got back in. Like my wife has all their albums so I eventually yeah. went back and was like okay I have these all in my house now I'm right. going to go back and listen to them and I, I really do it's great like I mean there's it definitely is. some stuff that I wish I'd heard kind of more at the time because I probably would have still been into it but I just for whatever mm. reason probably like similar to what you're yeah. saying yeah. yeah I just uh, glossed over them well they did an amazing thing there so the Benz was uh, you know that's a big album but then they OK Computer was really the one that yeah. was just like became this critically acclaimed this is why everybody yeah. loved them and um all they got criticized for it too, because mainstream. I don't know. It was it was this weird thing where it, you, it would get panned really hard in like mainstream media, but it was just they would fans loved. Yeah, it was them, right. Yeah. It was yeah. like a new thing. Um, really prior to that, I don't know. What, I can't think of it. Uh, like you got to go back like uh, like Pink Floyd style yeah, before yeah. you can really start to be like what kind of like changing landscape of music. Totally. And then they did it again with with Kid A. Kid A is ridiculous, <laughs> ridiculous. Like, right? Yeah, yeah. So you know, I think that's where you'd be. You know, they earned. I think they earned their place in rock history. Yeah, know, they can what? do whatever they want at this point, and they're they're good. Yeah, people are gonna still. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. Well, we had a Radiohead tribute band on the show. Um, oh, Mark. Mark yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. And those guys are so into it; it's ridiculous. Oh, like, they're, like beyond. I mean, I felt kind of. I was interviewing them, and I was made it very clear that I'm not like you know I like Radiohead, but I'm not yeah. a fan. Fan, and those guys are they're so deep into it. Well, it's to crazy. be a tribute band for yeah. for a project like Radiohead, yeah, it's gotta <laughs> be fucking <laughs> like, minutes, yeah, right? For sure, yeah, for sure, yeah. Like, yeah. But yeah, super cool. Um, that's. Uh, cool. I'm gonna go to pick a song now on okay, the comment sure. team. Yeah. And um, as I mentioned earlier, and as people would expect by this point, well, I picked I the reggae song. Be reggae. <laughs> so, reggae. Um, reggae. I, did, I did have some other ideas, and I was thinking about it. And so the first thing that came to mind was not reggae, uh, surprisingly. And I was thinking of uh, Sun Rock because you know most of his stuff is about Earth space, uh, very heavy on the. Uh, you know, space themes, and he had a whole album that he did in '73 that was in tribute to a comet that was coming. Oh, nice. But I don't. I listened to some of it. It was cool, but it's not one of the albums of his that I really know well. So I didn't want to pick a song from it because I can't really vouch for it. I mean, it's going to sound like Sun Ra, and it's going to be great. I know you, but I don't know your buddy, man. I'm not vouching for your buddy. <laughs> but that's exactly what I mean, right? I don't want to pick a song and be like, oh yeah, this is awesome. It fits the theme, even if it does fit the theme, because it's not something that I'm super intimately familiar with. I'm definitely, after looking it up, going to go check it out. But I mean, it's yeah. So there was that, and then the other thing I thought of. Um, this is my number two option here. Uh, Bjork has a song called "The Comet Song." Which the comet song fits the comet theme, and it's. Uh, right, yeah. Do you guys know the Moomins? No. It's this uh, comic book from Scandinavia in the 1940s, and it's these weird little hippo-shaped guys. And uh, I remember reading some of it once. It's really weird, like cartoon thing. And I guess apparently, like in the more recent years, they made movies about it. Like also in Sweden and Norway or whatever else. Mm -hmm. And Bjork did the soundtrack to one of them. And the comet song is this song where she's just literally talking about what happens in the movie. 
And it's just weird because I'm in a middle long, so I'm not picking that either. Way to go, Bjork. I would recommend someone. It's what you expect from Bjork. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so if you like Bjork and you want to hear that, listen to that. But anyway, so the thing I did pick was um, from an album called Prince Jammy Destroys the Invaders. And it's an outer space themed uh, album. It was came out in uh, 82, got reissued in 2007. And uh, all of the song titles, it's an instrumental album. It's the Roots Radix band uh, playing and then Prince Jammy uh, doing the mixing and producing and stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it's instrumental dub songs. Um, all of the song titles are references to outer space. There's Conspiracy on Neptune, Neptune, Martian Encounter, Saturn Bombardment, and so War in the Asteroid Belt. So that, these are pretty good titles. And uh, I know asteroids and comets are not the same thing, but War yeah, in the Asteroid right. Belt. Yeah, <laughs> War in the Asteroid <laughs> Belt seemed like the best option uh, to go with the comet theme, and it's probably my favorite song on the record. So let's go with uh, Prince Jammy and the Rootsradix Band, uh, War in the Asteroid Belt.
Alright, that was uh, War in the Asteroid Belt, which is not really about comets, but you know, made that. I, mean, I took a leap, took a leap, um, from Prince Jammy Destroys the Invaders, and yeah, I, I really like this album. Um, it's kind of, uh, I mean, they, they go really hard on the laser noises and, and the space wow. stuff, and the song's all space themes, but I mean, they're all instrumentals, right? And there's nothing, yeah. without the laser noises and the song title, there really isn't anything about that song that says space, necessarily. And mm. this kind of, they had this series of records um, that came out in Greensleeves, which is the label this came out on too. And they're all sort of themed, but I think they just came up with a theme for each one to kind of tie it together. I think they just recorded it as whatever, and then it's like, okay, this yeah. is the space one. Let's put space sound effects. Get this is the lasers, western one. Let's put gunshots. You know, and yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's it's cool because they all have these really great uh, cover art that um, I mean, you can't see it obviously if you're listening, but uh, Tony McDermott is the artist who did a lot of these, and uh, it's very. I mean, it's basically. Prince Jammy in a spaceship shooting at some Space Invaders characters and all of the theme ones like there's a boxing one there's like a jungle one there's and it's just yeah I get the impression that they probably just recorded Prince a whole pile of Prince Jammy who does it? Prince Jammy is the producer okay. so he didn't play any of the instruments right he um and he actually I mean I'm pretty sure Scientist is the uh, engineer on this too and so I'm not entirely sure what Prince Jammy's role is on all these things I think his role became progressively less and less over the years of putting out these albums right. and his name just kind of has like the cachet of oh it's a Prince Jammy record right so people mm-hmm. who are kind of they know what that sound means so he's like yeah he's like the guy basically the studio guy who takes the recordings that the Rich Raddick's band did and dubs them up so okay but yeah he never actually plays any instruments or sings or does any in involvement in the actual music on the record other than just the production side of things which right. isn't very important obviously for something so like this so is he the one putting the lasers? I would imagine so, yeah. Well, there you go. So let's, I mean, let's just. He's the head laser guy. (laughs) Prince Jammy, the head laser guy. Why is he saying that? He's actually King Jammy now. He's been promoted. Oh, oh, uh, shit. Wow. How official are these titles? Like, is he just really nailing it to a queen somewhere? Or? I don't know. He probably (laughs) is. All right. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, King Jammy, Prince Jammy. But yeah, uh, the Roots Radix band, the the guys playing the instruments are basically, at the time especially, were the kind of the go to backing band for pretty much everybody. I mean, uh, a lot of my favorite albums are actually from the early 80s in, in Jamaica and I mean a lot of the early dancehall stuff uh, a lot of the singers from that era it's always the Roots Radix backing them up like they're just like the most solid live backing band ever I mean, and, and you can kind of tell from that too like they're basically just repeating what they're doing but there's there's variation in, in it that kind of makes it not boring Yeah, I think a lot of people have a misconception of reggae that it's just two chords and it's the same thing over and over again and it's super easy and boring but I think that the fact that something that's pretty much 
just a, a really basic instrumental track. An album whole thing, it can still be compelling. Is like there's more going on than just right two chords. I mean, there's little things they're doing in between, and especially with the dub elements too. Like they kind of just take something steady and basic and repetitive and kind of just yeah make it. Yeah, yeah. Without without having the need for vocals on top, so right, right. So yeah, vaguely fits the theme. I don't know. I'm no, no, it's right in there. Space. Yeah, yeah, space. Asteroids. Yeah, asteroids, comets. Yeah. So I'm right Pluto there. Pluto is yeah. not a planet. So no, I'm putting that out there. Right. They don't now. actually mention, they mention Uranus and Saturn and uh, Neptune. So we're good. They, they were ahead of the time. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> no. I don't know. Good record. I highly recommend it. And uh, yeah, Prince Jammy just Rose the Invaders. But uh, back to what you're doing. Um, you mentioned sure. at the very beginning uh, with the album that you kind of started working on, then blew up and now you're finally getting it going Yay, again. Yes. Is there a, I mean, is there a release date for that? Is that kind of... Uh, no, I, th- I just... One step at a time. I think now we're going to like try to... Um, we're going to get a mix and master it and stuff like that. And play some live shows. Right, right. You know, one thing at a time. Because it's been so long since... It's been so long. And I just feel that's the right uh, order of things. It, it's, we can get prepared for the live show while mixing and mastering is going sure, on yeah, as well. Yeah. You know, it's when you send it away for stuff like that. Uh, so some live shows and um, see who see who loves us. I don't know. You j- just send out emails and phone calls and just kind of be your own manager and your yeah. own promoter for a while. And you just never know what will come of that. Most likely nothing. Maybe something. Maybe some. You know, you get every once in a while these like in your inbox. You know, like some like just just the other day, some like uh, radio station out of Rome was like, oh, oh cool. great sound. Send us some stuff. I'm like, cool. that's just is cool like yeah. the, the internet is like really makes it yeah. anyone who wants to hear your music can hear it now so the, you know there's reason for hope right yeah well that's like that's kind of a recurring theme on the show is the the good and bad of the internet being a way to produce pr- promote your own music because I mean throughout the course of the podcast I guess going back to 2012 like we talked to people at pretty wide range of ages I mean some people who you know are maybe in their 40s or older who have been doing this for a while and kind of you know started off when they were just literally sending tapes out to people and stuff mm-hmm. and then people who are you know 20 and or 19 and they have never known a world without the internet being mm-hmm. a distribution kind of I don't trust them option I, yeah I don't either, <laughs> I don't either. It's, weird. It's, weird. It's, it's, it's weird and scary to me right like, but but yeah I mean like something like that we just said about Rome like that's that's super cool that that can mm-hmm. happen that you can just someone can randomly stumble upon your yeah. your stuff and yeah find it so is that kind of how you want to be Putting it out there too. I mean, you're gonna it's like. Well, no, I'll be more. Once we have the album, uh, you know, waiting for people to find music is a losing battle. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so, you need to do some kind of uh, yeah, yeah, proactive. Yeah. So yeah. I'll just you know nothing more glamorous than emailing and phone calling. <laughs> That's really it. Right. Just as a numbers game, as many people as you can talk to, right? right? But I guess you don't have to send out an actual physical copy. You can just be like, here's a link. Uh, yeah. Well, some people are still pretty. Uh, insistent that they get a physical copy of right. things do you think it's because that kind of shows some seriousness like this shows I, like yeah I, you know i don't know i guess yeah yeah maybe maybe it's just nice to have people like to hold things in their yeah. hands yeah <laughs> like i got something yeah for sure. like, i get that i yeah. totally get that yeah yeah because i remember i used to like back when uptown was a thing i used to write reviews for uptown and near the end of it before it kind of well it's still a thing but it's within the free press now not a separate freestanding paper right mm-hmm. and um near the end when i stopped doing it or when when it died um, I started getting uh, some review copies that weren't physical copies. It would be like, here's the link to my album. And it was, I was like, well, fuck you. <laughs> I don't listen to this. I can't, <laughs> like, I can't no, take fine. this home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I can't, think, I can't sit here and listen to this in the car. Like, I'm not going to, well, I yeah. could, I guess, but it requires downloading and putting it on something and plugging that in. So, yeah, yeah I don't know. Yeah, there is definitely a, I can, I can see why people would want to have. Downloading, put on something, plug. That's three fucking things. Versus like, opening it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doom, yeah. 
Yeah, but I never would like to, to take home a physical copy. Yeah. Yeah. I've, but the uh, cost of it, I mean, obviously, yeah, it's way cheaper it's, to send it's, a link. There's a yes. major difference there, yeah, yeah, in overhead. I've worked merch table for yeah, uh, Union yeah. Stockyards, friends of the show, and uh, the first EP was just, it was just a piece of paper that I had to try to give to people at the end of a show that was just a link to the band camp and you got the record for free. Trying to give people this thing was like fucking pulling teeth. Yeah. You've never seen the people just, ah, no. And it's like, no, it's, it's a free it. record. If you just take this, you can go home and then you have the record. They're like, I don't want your crazy paper. It's, it's a good album, too. It's a good yeah. album. Yeah, great record. Yeah. 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 yeah, so, uh. I don't, I don't know if I would have taken that. Yeah, well, wow. and you gotta imagine me just really greasy and drunk off my tits, yeah, yeah. trying to hand you things. Yeah. Yeah. Taking paper. Yeah, paper, paper. They're buying me beers. I'm like, okay, they're homeless yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Someone snuck in and worked the merch table. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. Someone's got to do it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I understand the uh, the physical copy. It's a it's a big thing. Yeah, I think people get more on board with that as people get more. Um, comfortable with being able to handle these types of systems at home, like yeah. people, you know, you I mean be able to upload or download songs or stream things. Well, that's basically the way, like companies like RDO and Spotify, yeah, yeah. and like this is, which is insane to me. So for five dollars a month, you get all of history of recorded music from maybe not from the beginning, yeah. but decades worth of fucking stuff yeah, yeah. for it's like. Crazy. It's just pennies, pennies. Do you, do, you, like, do you use those? Are you uh, I don't stream my music, I'll, but you know, YouTube's the same thing, or yeah. wherever, wherever you're going to find it from. So, you know, that's I'm, I'm a little torn on that because, uh, again, you get your music out there. Yeah. Because anyone can put their songs on those platforms. Right? Yeah, right, right, right. Uh, but you're not, you know, guarantee you're going to be on the front of the website getting... No, you'll probably be buried pages into oh, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and you hear insane stories like... Um, Capital City, I forget. Well, a huge single. They had a, a and they make like two cents, right? A million plays, yeah. and you'd figure these guys should be rich. Yeah. You know? If this was radio and a million plays, they they'd be for, yeah. like they'd be set for life. Yeah. Uh, like pennies, like yeah. you know, well, maybe not pennies for a million plays. Probably like, near it's like enough. Under fifty bucks or something. I remember uh, reading one thing, and it was some songwriter got yeah, like a check for it's yeah. It's a joke. It's, it's really yeah, it's kind, it's of kind of sad. Joke. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, there was a, there was a so. When all of this stuff was happening, when people were talking about um, how we're going to pay musicians on these types of platforms, uh, there was a, something worked out between the artists and the industry itself. And so the free market was fixing itself, and it was going to be fair for the artist. And in Canada, and I think, I think maybe in the States, but in Canada for sure, uh, the government stepped in and yep. said no and gave the shittiest deal possible to the artist. They didn't even... No one was even asking for their help. Right. The market was taking care of it. And they just stepped in and wrecked it. For whatever reason, yeah. I still don't understand what the, you know, so you're getting fractions of a penny yeah. per play, which is, I don't know to say about that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't do stream music either. I mean, I occasionally YouTube for sure will look something up, but yeah. I've always kind of found, I mean, this is like, I know this is not a prevailing opinion. Like most people do use those kind of services and do use, you know, listen to MP3s and stuff. I still primarily listen to physical music. I don't really have a library of digital stuff. It's mostly old CDs, I guess, but not like you know a computer library. And the reason for me has always been that you know I remember when iPods first came out, and people, the big deal was like I can have four thousand songs at my fingertips at all times. And I've always thought, and I still do, like I'm never in a situation where I need four thousand songs. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm going, I know, if I'm walking to and from work, it's a forty minute walk each way. I know approximately how many songs I need for that walk, and it's not mm -hmm. four thousand. I can plan it out so the one I want, to, like, you know, the album or two I want to listen to during my entire day of commuting, right. is is there for me. And like, but I don't know. It's uh, everyone's so 
I don't know if they're ADD or what, but everyone wants to just switch to everything. And it's like, mm-hmm. you want to have access to everything, which is it's fantastic to have every song in recorded history available at your fingertips. But there's no way you can possibly listen to it, right? Or so, want to. Or want to. Or <laughs> like, want to. There's some of that music you'll never, you know... Be- Right, you'd shut it off if you turn right, it on. Exactly, right, exactly. Yeah, so it's it's great to have, but I don't know if I want to be paying five bucks to you know when I have this. Is it five? I don't even know if it's five. I don't know what it is it's either. pretty cheap though it for is, the amount is, of yeah. like content you yeah. get. Like I don't think there's anything comparable. Like, can you comp- what I, amount of music you get per I, month? This like, is the most I've ever found out about uh, what a Spotify is. Okay. Um, I've been wondering for a while, but I just keep my mouth shut because I don't want to look like I'm out of touch. Yeah. <laughs> I freely <laughs> admit I'm out of touch. That's yeah, I do. I, this it's is a platform where you just, you know, everyone puts it. Although recently there's been some pretty big artists who are, uh, so I think like Taylor Swift, is, is, she's told one of them, she's like, no, I'm not putting my music on there. Just, Wasn't that what that title thing was about? Like they were trying to start a bunch of those big name artists trying to start their own version of that? I don't think yeah, they did yeah. very well or something. I don't know. I don't think it's, I wish I, yeah, who's... Doing that. It was it was like, like Kanye West and Jay Z or something. Was, yeah, it was Kanye West and yeah. Jay Z, yeah. which I'm not sure if they actually are succeeding now. I don't, I don't know. know. They make enough money, I'm sure they're fine. Yeah, I'm sure they're fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It is weird though. It is weird that whole system of listening to music. Because I mean, especially cool. like well, think I guess the, Netflix is the iPod probably. Shuffle. Right. right? Uh, this is a thing that can hold hundreds of songs. Yeah. But you don't have a display to tell you what it's going to play, and I you know. don't know what it's going to play next. Well, what the when that came out, that yeah. blew my mind. Useless. Yeah, yeah, fucked up your entire bus ride yeah. Yeah. because all of a sudden you're listening to one thing and now you've got to. Well, you listen to one thing, you're like, oh shit, the next song because the next song's was, great. Yeah. Can't wait to hear. I need it to be pumped up. Yeah, and I'm not. Yeah, you're listening yeah. to yeah. Amy Mann or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's something yeah, you, you forgot. That on there. You I don't know. I don't know what's, what's an Amy Mann. I don't know what's. Amy is she is she an actor? Tori Amos. I don't know. Oh, Tori Amos. She's a ballad queen, right? Right, but you're listening like something that's really got you pumped up, and then all of a sudden, yeah, switching to Tori Amos, which is nothing wrong with listening to Tori Amos. Moment, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is yeah. propaganda and then Tori Amos is maybe not the right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I do. I feel very out of touch with all of this stuff, especially when we're talking to younger people who are in their early twenties, because yeah. it's just like you know, I, I don't know what you guys are even. <laughs> it's just it's a bit beyond me. Yeah. I don't have any interest in, in really figuring out about it, which is kind of silly because I mean I do a podcast which is available on the internet and it's very mm-hmm. kind of hooked in with the times, but like other than that. But it's still the podcast is a throw to me anyway, and kids in the twenties wouldn't get it, but to me it's a throw to. Uh, to uh, like pump um, up the volume era pirate radio. Well, it is what only, it is. It's yeah, only now we have the opportunity to do it without having to hijack any you know airwaves. Right, we just throw it on the internet and hope or, someone or finds or it. Run yeah. from yeah. people yeah. in our vehicles trying to shut us yeah. down. Ah, oh, Christian Slater. Ah, oh, Christian. Oh wow. man, hubba hubba. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Probably those kids who uh, the twenty year olds don't even know who Christian Slater is. Ah, uh, God, maybe. Me? Yeah. Maybe not. I don't what know. What do they know? I, yeah. I couldn't think of anything. Why, why don't you pick a song? Well, Heather's. <laughs> why don't I pick a song? Yeah, pick, pick a song. Pick a song? Okay. Well, I'm going to tell <laughs> you. No, we're going to go through Christian Slater's movie. The entire filmography. And yeah. then you will pick a song. Yeah, yeah let's yeah. not forget Heather. Well, you want to just end on Heather's because. Okay. All right. All right. Um, Can you tell that into your song pick somehow? <laughs> no. No, but. Okay, and now. Should we uh, keep this, talking about Christian Slater? Things 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 I was excited when I read the word comet on our little communication thread today. Yeah. Because immediately, first thing that popped up into my head was the Kittens record. Tiger oh, Comet. Oh fuck! Yeah, right. Of course, of course. Like one of my one of my favorite bands to ever come out of yeah. Winnipeg, and uh, the entire record I could pick a song from. I'm actually mad at you because I didn't think of that. Now, like I should have. And then it. earlier we were talking about uh, the Wedge, which yeah, is I love the, wedge. The, the, the Wedge played the kittens on a regular basis, and they also had a song that featured a lyric about Suki and Lee looking exactly like a bull. Okay. Uh, but that's not the song I'm going to play. Okay. <laughs> I'm actually going to play the titular track. I just wanted to say titular. Titular is a good word. Tit. Yeah, right? Sure. It's got tit in there. Yeah. Everybody likes the word tit. Yeah. So uh, this is the closing track and the titular track off of Kittens, Tiger Comet. One of the, the best bands ever to come out of Tiger, Tiger Comet. Awesome. 
we're back. Kittens. That Kittens. was a good choice. That was the that yeah. was the choice, I think. Yeah. That was it. That, that, all that. day. All oh, day. Yeah. Well, it's oh, been an exciting day for me uh, through and through. Yeah. I got up today, which is good. It was right. good for me. Yeah. But then, yeah, right? Got up. I woke, I woke up, and then you sent me the word comment, and all day I've just been just <laughs> I finally get to play that Kittens. Big music nerd. Yeah. Is so excited. I feel like Kittens is one of those bands too, like that people. I mean, just from doing this show for a while, whenever they come up, people are like that about them. Like the yeah. people that are just there's there's no one who's a casual Kittens fan. Yeah, you're like, like oh yeah, I remember the Kittens. They're, they're pretty good. Yeah, they're okay. Like, whatever. What the yeah. fuck was wrong with those guys? Yeah. You're like, oh man, you know Kittens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the people who love them, they love them. Like yeah, just yeah. yeah. And it's weird because they never really got. Big. They, yeah, well, the wedge. The wedge. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, but yeah. I think that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was the whole kind of start. You know that book that uh, Sheldon Bernie wrote, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. This, this that kind of seeing kittens on the, the wedge was kind of the start of that whole, like, wanting. It was years later, wanting to write the book about Winnipeg music in the 90s. So that's oh, pretty nice. cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, the, the cover of the book is taken from the cover of uh, Tiger Comet. The colors are. Yeah, the colors yeah, are. Yeah, the stripes, yeah. 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 Yeah, that's, that's yeah. That they have like cool. a weird kind of like cult following in Winnipeg. I think that like people, yeah. Yeah, well, it was that like it was early early to mid nineties, right? Yeah. There was a lot of really cool things happening in Winnipeg. Yeah, a lot of Kittens. weird experimental heavy yeah. stuff. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, a lot of pedals on bases. Can't go wrong with pedals yeah. on bases. That's always yeah. it's always cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, so <laughs> just about go up from kids. Wait, wait, are we Christian Slater now? You got yes, Christian Slater. Well, yeah, well there. Yeah. All right, because uh, I actually wanted to ask something about oh. our guest music, but we can talk about Christian Slater. No, no, no. Pump up the from... volume. Yeah, pump up the volume. Of course. What else is the oh blue? Uh, what was this one um, that Tarantino movie? Oh yeah, that was a good movie. Oh, True yeah. Romance. True Romance, yeah. possibly the best film ever created by humankind. <laughs> that was a good movie. And I say that also with, stars with, Christian Slater. Yes, with yes, complete yeah. authority. That's of, a good movie of the rankings of film yeah. uh, of human history. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm losing my. This is about the end of my Slater knowledge, though. Well, he was in that Robin Hood movie too. He had a yeah, well, he was in Robin Hood. He was. He played uh, Will. That's right. Will Scarlet. Yeah. Scarlet. Right? That's right. He yeah. was also in Young Guns uh, Two, I believe, but not the first one. Not the first one. Right. Uh, yeah. Well, Gleaming Cube. Him in the cube. This guy knows. Yeah. That. Well, I know. I know a thing or two about Christian Slater. I know so well. My nipples are hard right now. Talking about Christian Slater. Can we just do like a spin-off podcast? It's just you <laughs> talking about Christian Slater. And like and Steven Seagal. I know a lot about Steven Seagal. Oh, well. Yeah. well, I don't know about. I know about he breaks arms. Breaks arms. I know a lot about his movies yeah. and yes. about where they're going. These days. So yes, we could talk about that. There's that sure. one. Well, we could tie it into your reggae thing. There's okay. that one where he takes on that Rastafarian gang. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. All day long. That's that's Mark for death. The best. Okay, now we're on a Steven Seagal. The best I think about that is. When him and him and his ex football buddy are are driving through the mall chasing yeah. down the uh, the Jamaican gangs, yeah. Yeah. I think uh, that was probably the pinnacle the pinnacle scene <laughs> in that film for me. And his life, I think, Steve's yeah. life. Yeah. 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 Too, right Have now. you heard his band? Oh no! God. Oh it's, my God! It's not good. <laughs> does he does he back up like Republican candidates and stuff? Oh, probably. I don't yeah. know. It's, it's like the most generic blues rock you can possibly imagine. And Seagal yeah. is like trying to shred away on this guitar, and he's kind of like mediocre at best. Middling along. You know, he's got that paunch and the ponytail oh, and everything. Oh, goes. he's got rid of the ponytail now. What? Yeah, but the paunch is there. The poncho. The paunch is there. Yeah. Yeah. Choice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right. Yeah, two options. <laughs> they were like, Stevie, you gotta you gotta lose the ponytail, keep the paunch. Yeah. Lose the paunch, keep the ponytail. He's like. Well, listen, guys, it's been a good run. I'm gonna get rid of this ponytail because uh, Stevie don't thin down for no man. Now pass me that axe. I'm gonna shred it. I didn't know he was in a band. Uh, I, wish I, I wish I could remember what the name of the band is. Yeah, him, uh, him and John Goodman should uh, play against each other. Yeah, John yeah. Goodman. Yeah, is, he, is he a musician too? Well, he was in the second Blues Brothers movie. Oh right. Okay. Filling the uh, the John Belushi role. Not right. the same character, but they needed a, a fat guy and, with a gruff voice. And he, <laughs> so, and he played a. 
a kind of a scummy blues man inside Lou and Davis. He movie. did. That's and, uh, that was a good movie. That King good Ralph. Movie. Let's yeah. not forget King Ralph. We've talked about King Ralph before. We, yes, we have. But he, he does. He plays the losing King Ralph as well. It's a hell of a movie. I think there's a lot of guys like that. A lot of those guys who like are that kind of age and they have like Bruce Willis. Yeah. Look at Return of Bruno. Who would have like, thought Bruce Willis could do anything? <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. Bruce, please. Bruce, please. Don't, but there's obviously there was, there was a chunk of time where you were just fucking everything up, buddy. Is he a musician too? Yeah, yeah, he's got an album. He had a, he had a hit he covered uh, under the boardwalk. Stop. And uh, yeah, he. Uh, Hell's happening to us. Speaking of Bruce Willis, have you, you guys seen 12 Monkeys? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the end bit at 12 Monkeys where he's in the airport and he's wearing the costume, he has the wig on and the mustache and the sunglasses? Yeah. I was wearing sunglasses today. My wife told me I looked like just like him. Funny. I'm putting that together now. Absolutely, that's a compliment. I, I was thinking at first, like, that I was like, no, that's cool. That's cool. Like, I'm, I'm yeah. down for being Bruce Willis in the airport. Yeah. Absolutely. But anyway. Anyway, let's, yeah. Okay, so get back on track yeah. here. We so. have a rational reason for being here. Um, so, okay, you uh, have an album that is in the works. Right. Yeah. And yeah, very, very what close. else can people do if they want to find your music? Where else can they find? Your music? Uh, like H A N A L U L U Bandcamp. Honolulu Bandcamp. Uh, we'll have our EP and even some B-sides from that oh, cool. on there. Uh, well, on a, on Facebook, Honolulu on Facebook. I, I think it's just Honolulu or I, Honolulu Band. You can find it on there. I guess one thing we didn't even mention, what is the significance of the name? I mean... Uh, well, it's uh, we, um, a friend of mine, I will add him, the original member, okay. wanted to uh, call it Honolulu. Like the he, city? Yeah, and he just spelled it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but, like but, like but when you see it in print, you're like, that looks really good. It looks on purpose. It looks like it's <laughs> on purpose, yeah. And yeah. it looks like it could be, it sounds like it could be a girl's name. So right. at this point, it's yeah. got its life of its own. So whatever people want to attach to it, it's fine. I like the actual yeah. reason though. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you have anything coming up um, people might want to check out? Uh, I mean, this will be, it won't be out for a few weeks, but in the ongoing future and... Uh, uh, well, you know what? Um, nothing booked as of right now. We're still just kind of in the, in the studio and... Okay. Uh, hopefully, summer, late summer or early fall by September, will there'll be some shows and stuff, and it'll be promoted. It'll be you know we'll just go to the university stations, cool, and cool. poster and Facebook event pages okay. and all that stuff. So so Facebook is probably the best way to check it out though. Someone yeah, yeah 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 we'll cool. come to you as much as we can. Cool but. okay. Okay, awesome. Uh, well, speaking of uh, campus radio, this show is also broadcast on UMFM, oh, uh, nice. 101.5. Uh, we have the prime time slot of Sunday nights at midnight, which Body. is you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. pretty pretty killer. So those are old episodes that get kind of a second life. Uh, right now, it's uh, recording this in late July. The one that aired on Monday was from February. So okay. there's a big gap between when they actually get recorded and released as a podcast and when they air on UMFM, but it's actually kind of cool because it, I mean... We do so many of these, people can forget about them, right? I mean, I forget about them sometimes. And it kind of, uh, someone will be on, on the show talking about an album they have coming out. By the time you hear it on UMFM, the album's already out. So you kind of get like a, it's just a cool extra way of, um, of hearing it. But mm -hmm. if you want to hear any of the episodes, they're all on witchpolice.com, click on podcasts. You can kind of search a, different, a few different ways. You can search by episode chronologically. You can search by name of artist. Uh, there's literally hundreds of people who've been on the show since 2012. Uh, Mm -hmm. Including quite a few repeat guests, so some people you'll see like you know, four or five appearances they've made. Mm -hmm. A lot of the people, it's you know they've done one or they've done two, but uh, we, we try to cover as wide a range of local artists uh, as possible. Mostly music because that's kind of the the format of the show. But we've had filmmakers on, uh, journalists, writers, uh, visual artists, you know, 
people, people, people doing creative yeah. things in Winnipeg people. is kind of the kind of the idea. What is Winnipeg? Yeah. So yeah. Dot exactly. dot dot. Right. 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 Oh, so that's your great nine art project. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So witchpolice.com is kind of the hub. You know, we're on Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff. You just look for witchpolice. You're gonna find it. Um, we have a couple things coming up that we want to plug on Big August things. 27th. We are doing a live podcast at Chinon. Big things. Uh, which is gonna be really cool um, because we've done a few live podcasts before, but they've never been in front of a crowd at a music festival. They've been in front of a crowd that we invited that very few people showed up <laughs> but this is actually at a show that's happening so I don't know who we're interviewing yet but we're going to be interviewing people who are playing at the show so uh, I like that. they're going to that's put together that. I guess a lineup of, of guests of you know people who are already there and hopefully we'll get some live acoustic performances maybe some uh, interesting conversations yeah. and mm-hmm. that will come out as a podcast eventually too but uh, if you're going to shine on like Saturday morning we're going <laughs> to bring your earplugs yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, it, a few day, two days after that, we're doing uh, our second big mix-up show, which is the Park Theater. Big and ting. Uh, big ting. I'm very excited about that. Uh, the first one was a lot of fun. Uh, it's available as a podcast if you want to check it out on wishpoose.com. The premise of the show is we have about 15 musicians, uh, all different instruments, all different genres of music. Majority of whom have never met. Never met or never played together before, and we're kind of throwing them into a big pile, pulling names out of a hat, and they have to perform live improvised stuff on stage as together in the bands we pull out of the hat and the crowd suggests the genre and the theme of the song so uh you know you could be with it could be a metal singer and a guy from a folk band and a rapper and you know like a a sax player or something and they have to play a song in uh, about diseases in uh polka style based on audience screaming things at them and we just kind of watch the Chaos yeah. kind of right. So this lineup, we've got almost entirely full. We got people from a pretty good selection of local bands uh, involved. You can go to our Facebook and stuff as an event to check out who's playing, and we really encourage people to check it out. August 29th, Park Theater. Um, we want to keep doing these every few months. So, so uh, you guys coming out makes a difference. Uh, that happening. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If, if, if the park is really behind this idea, but if they mm-hmm. see that people are actually showing up, they're more likely to be like, yes, please do another Maybe one. Maybe we can start getting better slots even better mm-hmm. different nights of the week. Who knows? Who knows? But it's happening, yeah. and it's happening on a Monday night on uh, August 29th, so please watch that. I'm also using to celebrate my 35th birthday. Right, so oh. if you know, Ryan, come on know me, you, you'll never really get to know me, but <laughs> come on out. When is your birthday? August 31st. Oh, that's my so, my dad's birthday. Well, your father sounds like a handsome man. He's a handsome, <laughs> handsome man. And he did he did he raised uh, he raised a pretty good boy with you. Uh, your oh, brother, I can't speak for. Don't he don't want to go there. He's a bit of a wild one with the long hair. Oh God. And the the boat having two legs and whatnot. What but, a guy, man. Yeah. What a guy. So yeah, big things, big mix up. Yeah, big, big mix up. Yeah, big number king. two. The number two. Yeah. The sequel. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's all we got to plug, but... Uh, we got one more song. We have one more song. Yeah. Oh, do you want to plug uh, your stuff before we go? Um, plug it. Well, okay, I guess we'll plug it. Um, still running, Thieves, uh, Thieves Winnipeg. We still only have a Facebook page because, um, well, it's me, and I don't get things accomplished well. But we've got, uh, we've got a collection of three local artists, all selling stuff, uh, unique, handmade shit for cheap. So look us up on the Facebook and uh, let us know. Local thieves, that's what we call them? Thieves. Oh, thieves. Thieves Winnipeg, WPG. So Thieves WPG. Cool. WPG. Awesome. So what is your last uh, comment song? We'll do, uh, well again, Space. Uh, A a Subterranean Homesick Alien by Radiohead. We should have have played that earlier when we were talking (laughs) about the computer. That'd have been cool, yeah. But it's a good way to go off. It is a good way to go off. Awesome. Okay, well thanks for coming. Thanks for having me.